0: What? It's adjourned. I said put order before you pulled that shit. hang, on, hang, on, hang on.
1: We are not adjourned or suspended. That is
0: bullshit. We're adjourned. That
1: is bullshit. Well, the man screaming in the background was conservative MP Scott Reed. He was uh in a committee meeting that was abruptly adjourned on Parliament Hill yesterday and of course the cameras were rolling and so was audio and Scott we got very impassioned and probably said a few things that he maybe could have picked some other words to express himself with. But, you know, it was the heat of the moment. But Scott's on the phone with us right now. Scott, what prompted the outburst?
0: Uh, this is a, a small part of a, a larger story. So the larger story is that the Liberals have been trying to push through changes to the standing orders of the House of Commons that would effectively deprive the opposition of all the tools they have to hold the government to account. And in the committee, the Procedure House Affairs Committee, uh, we have been fighting now to stop that, a filibuster that has been going on for two months. Uh, and um, the specific procedural point was simply this. The chair had made this into a two-month-long meeting that just was suspended and reconvened day after day.
1: And that's a liberal MP, Larry Bagnell, Larry correct? Larry
0: Bagnell, that's right. He's okay. done so on the basis of the argument that the chair cannot adjourn the meeting, a meeting, without the consent of the majority of the members. Mm-hmm. So having maintained that argument for two months, he then turned around, uh, and within a minute of having, maybe 90 seconds of having started this last meeting, he, uh, he gaveled it into, uh, uh, into adjournment, thereby violating his own, um, his own interpretation of the rules he can't have been right both at the beginning and at the end of this process. So as he was starting to do that, I called point of order. He chose to ignore me. He—you can watch the video. You can mm-hmm. see he heard me, uh, and so well, we the, heard you. No, I know, but he—he he heard me too. And that yeah. was before I started uh, using the salty language, and he chose uh, to ignore that, and uh, then to gavel the meeting shut, and then walk of the room. Um, this is uh, behavior that I've been around this place 16 years. I've never seen someone do this. And I can tell you that in the past, when a chair has um, uh, unilaterally adjourned a meeting in the middle of, of the meeting without getting consent, the practice has been he then resigns. Oh. Yeah.
1: And he hasn't.
0: Or offers to resign. Of course he hasn't. And in all fairness, Larry's not a bad guy. He was ordered to do this by the Liberal House Leader's office. Mm-hmm. Um, he was reading from a script. You can watch that, too. He was reading a script uh, when he gaveled the thing into... Uh, but the fact is, whether he was being ordered to or not, that's not what you are supposed to do.
1: Are you worried at all about the media coverage?
0: No, I think people have been pretty understanding about... I mean, everybody, I think everybody can see the uh, abuse of process that has gone on in the on the large uh, picture. The, the specific uh, event that occurred yesterday and the details of it... People don't necessarily understand that, but... Um,
1: yeah, fill, fill us in on exactly uh, what you guys... Is, does this have to do with the they don't want to work on uh, MPs not working on Friday and things like that?
0: Yeah, in the Wednesday question period for the Prime Minister, which we're worried will become the only day he's there in the House. But even more importantly, something called programming motions. This is where there's a, effectively automatic closure on every piece of legislation, uh, which takes away the opposition's ability to slow down legislation in order to show what's wrong with it right. to build public opinion against it so that when the government is doing something that ultimately the people of Canada don't support, the government will be forced to back down, ch- change its, it, what it's trying to do, which is exactly what happened, by the way, with their attempts to change the standing orders. They've since backed partway down uh, and thereby demonstrating the importance of leaving these tools to the opposition. And we can't stop them from using their majority to pass anything they want. We can just make sure that if it, they're doing something that is inimical to the Canadian people's uh, interests, that they will be given an incentive to want to back down because the people are now aware and the people say, no, we don't think that's satisfactory. So
1: now that uh, Liberal MP Larry Bagnell adjourned that, that committee and that meeting, where,
0: where are we left? Because, I mean, we the people, where are we left? I think, well, so what's going to happen with the, I think, frankly, the, the, fact, the practical fact that it came to an end was a good thing. Uh, I just think what should have happened is we should have allowed the meeting to occur. We had someone who wanted to speak to mm-hmm. the issue. The Liberal MP who proposed the original motion that we were filibustering was prepared to withdraw it, and that would have wrapped things up. That's what will actually now have to happen. You can't uh, dispense with this item without formally having a meeting where it's, it's, it's dealt with in that manner. Um, so that takes care of that problem. The larger issue of changing the standing orders in ways that may not be satisfactory, the... Liberal House Leader has said she intends to introduce a government motion to to change the rules unilaterally and without sending it off to committee, which I think is unwise, mm. uh, and I don't think it's very democratic. It's certainly not consensual. But the fact is they have backed off of some of the most egregious uh, of those proposals, and you know I, I hope that they'll rethink things and realise it actually is better. To go through the normal process, that there's no advantage, there ultimately is no advantage in trying to uh, change the rules unilaterally. It's, it's actually not going to serve whatever partisan advantage they might think it's going to serve and uh, is a bad idea.
1: A lot of people are paying attention now, partially because of your outburst. What are you hoping the takeaway is from all of this? Um,
0: yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm, one thing I'm going to try and do is, is uh, try and uh, use uh, less colorful language in the future. That's for my own takeaway, because um, I actually, you know, don't think it's it's really the right thing to be running around and uh, and using that kind of language, and I don't do it as a matter of habit. Um, but on the other side, I hope what they take away is that, you know, you should not try to hide your processes. When we're dealing with, with uh, any parliamentary proceeding, you should default towards doing it publicly and just just following the rules, which have been around you know, since, since long before Confederation and are the way they are for a good reason. And When we want to change them, we should do it consensually and slowly, and uh, that is the best way of producing the best rules from everybody's point of view.
1: And it's interesting because this is a government that ran on a platform of transparency.
0: Yeah, and I think they've lost their way. You know, I don't think they ran in sincerely on it. Transparency is, is actually hard, but it's, ultimately it's, it's hard kind of the way that uh, – remembering to stick to your diet is hard. You know, it, it benefits you in the end, even though right now you'd really like to have that cupcake.
1: How did you get my number? Wow, we've only been on the phone for like five minutes. <laughs> my weakness right there. Scott Reed, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Best of luck.
0: All right, thank you very much.
1: Cheers.